Greetings and welcome to another exciting episode. They're all exciting episodes <laughs> at the yeah. Why I Love Disney podcast. Man, David, JD, it's great to see you guys. It's been a couple of weeks because I know you guys have been really busy and we're all super excited, super excited to find out about the big family trip to Walt Disney World in Florida. So how are you guys doing, first of all? We are doing great. I'm doing great. JD, are you great? I'm doing great. I'm excited <laughs> to talk about it. You know, this is therapy for us to get all the rants out, all of the praises <laughs> out. This is this is what this podcast is for me. It's just a therapy session once a week. I hope there aren't too many rants. I mean, this is the, because this is the why I love love Disney podcast. I would bet there are new reasons why you love Disney. You can have a good rant. You can have a positive True. rant about, oh, I love it so much. Ah. <laughs> Why is it? Here's my rant is always, why does it have to be this expensive? There you go. Right? That's a good one. All right. Classic. That's a good one. But we don't want to start off negative, but it's great <laughs> to see you guys. Before, before we get into that, I know you guys have some lists, and we're going to talk all about your trip, hits and misses, all that stuff. But has, have, have, it's been two weeks. Have you had any time to jump on Disney Plus or seen any Disney news, or have you been so just involved in life? And I know, J.D., you're back to class, and mm-hmm. things are going back to normal that – uh that have you been just too busy to kind of keep up with anything? Well, we're also looking forward to um, going to to the D23 Expo in a couple of weeks. So, oh, heck yeah. Oh, that's right. So I've actually been uh, starting to get a little paranoid that I really don't know what we're getting into because I, I've started seeing their videos on YouTube called like how to prepare for D23 Expo. And I'm realizing that I may be, I may be in the dark on some things here, but yeah. So that's, I've been trying to catch up on that. Like, man, what do I need to know? Did I, was signing up and buying the ticket not enough? I mean, what? I love this. And and you know, if you're a listener to our podcast, a regular listener, you know that David is, David is not the guy who can go in blind. He can't go in not knowing what to expect. (laughs) Anything Disney, yeah. Whether it's a movie or a ride or uh, uh, an experience, fair. David. David is going to check it out. Check it out first and be prepared he for it. That's true. Thing he loves. Hey, it too but much. hey, hey, but the the thing the guy was talking about was he's like, oh, I've gone through all the seminars and I figured out which ones I want to do, and you know, he'll be in there with the cast of Marvel, and I'll be at the seminar where they talk about washing the pavement. I mean, that's hey, what I want, to, no, I want to make sure. Well, that's I, I'll tease you about it, but that's that's one of the things I, I, I respect and admire is that you're doing it for the purpose to squeeze everything out of it, the experience. That is like, true. I, you want to research it, like even movies. Like I, you don't want to miss anything, and I, I love that about you is that you're always wanting to. You don't want to miss any detail, and then so if anybody gives you a heads up on it, you're more aware and ready to go. Yeah, we just uh, on this trip, we all got to do Rise of Resistance, and I was, I was, I was working really hard to position everybody in the right. Hey, don't turn that way. Turn this way. Okay. Go over here. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get everybody ready so they didn't miss it. So yeah, that's well, me. The family's mm-hmm. lucky to have the expert. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> the two the, ex- the two experts. No, we got the we got the head honcho expert for sure. <laughs> so between hey. the trip the. Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, hey, I just usually feel like I'm I'm trying to hang on. That's all. <laughs> well, between the family trip and, and D23 coming up, we got a lot to talk about. Um, but in the meantime, on Disney Plus, speaking of, She-Hulk released. That's kind right. of a big, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. And David, yeah. have you had a chance to, to catch up on, on that? Or just, I, I haven't. I saw some of the reviews and things go by. It looked like some people really loved it. Some people were like, ah, uh, so... 
I have a feeling like it's going to be, I think it's going to be better than I expect based on it's the, I, probably the usual negative reviews that are out there. So I think it's probably going to be pretty good. I'm not sure it's for me. One. I'm not sure if it's for me, but I think it'll be, pre- be pretty good. Yeah, JD, I know you. we've both seen the first episode. Have you seen the mm-hmm. second one yet? Yeah, I just got caught up. Yeah. Oh, nice. I, I haven't seen episode okay. two yet. Yeah, I mean, I've, I enjoyed it. Just to kind of comment on it, I've enjoyed it. Um, it flies by both times because the comedy just makes the time feel like it flies by. Um, but I've enjoyed it. Again, you kind of have to – we talk a lot about expectations, just kind of say it's, it's a lot different from the other Marvel series we have. Um, but we got Bruce Banner – we got Mark Ruffalo back in the Marvel Universe, and I feel like he's one of those big names that we just don't see a lot in some of the movies. You know, he's, you know, he came in when there were already two Hulk movies um, with Ed Norton, so he, he really didn't have his time to shine. Um, so I'm excited to see him, see him act some more. Uh, I've enjoyed it, and I'll, I'm excited to see what they do with it for sure. Yeah, speaking of Mark Ruffalo, he's in there, and I do think that adds to the. I think he needed to be because it's the new character. It's kind of a new, new, new vibe all all together. Like you said, it's like no other Marvel show yet. Which again is yeah. kind of one of the features of the Marvel show so far is they're all so different um, from sci-fi to to spy shows to you know yeah. um, mystery thriller kind of things. Um, and then you have even, Daredevil. Even the, <laughs> then you have Daredevil. Yeah, totally. We, yeah, so you got a little bit of all of it. And I yeah. think this is a different thing and they introduced it. And I think it was a really smart move to have him in there as part of the plot line. And and um, it, it makes a lot of sense. And mm-hmm. I, I, you yeah. said that. I, it is interesting to me and brings up a point about Mark Ruffalo's uh, character as Hulk. As you mentioned, the Edward Norton Hulk. Mm-hmm. And to be perfectly honest, when they they decided there would be no more Edward Norton Hulk and they're bringing in this guy, Mark Ruffalo. I was incredibly skeptical because Edward, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you remember if y'all seen those movies, this is kind of pre MCU. They're kind of standalone, but I really enjoyed the Edward Norton Hulk movies. I really enjoyed them. And so, um, uh, there hasn't, there hasn't been a standalone reboot movie for it yet, but I did think that Mark Ruffalo far surpassed my expectations, you know, and they did a good job of making me forget about, the Edward Norton stuff. So until yeah. you mentioned it right there, I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's right. I need to check that out again. Yeah, they were good. The only, the biggest critique I've seen of She-Hulk so far, which is all Marvel right now, which is it's it's too comical. You know, they take all these big, scary comic book characters and then they just make them just kind these comical. Them. Yeah, yeah. Just brush them off um, like a, Abomination and, and big characters like that. Um, and the only other big criticism or people are pulling like crazy Hulk clips from Edward Norton, like his, his crazy scenes where he goes crazy Hulk mode. And then it's, it's like, that was that. And then this is Hulk now. And he's just Bruce Banner with his glasses on just, you know, saying what is the future of Hulk? Because in this phase, we haven't really seen any crazy Hulk smash, you know? Yeah, they're like they're like changing him a little bit. That's, mm-hmm. uh, who knows? We'll see. I, yeah. I was I think I was mentioning to you guys. I I, I like the first episode, but I'm also mm-hmm. trying to stay away from the reviews because I don't want to be talked out of liking it mm-hmm. um, for various reasons. And I haven't seen anything yet to make me just um, throw my hands up and say, "Hey, on to the next." But I'm 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 actually optimistic and excited about it too. Mm-hmm. I, I I enjoyed episode one. I wouldn't say it was the 
the most favorite. But then in my first episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi, you yeah. know, there were a lot of questions that needed to be answered through the series. And and I think with all these, you have to be patient. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I did not read any reviews. I just saw like headlines and it was kind of the same. It's kind of polarizing. There were those that loved it and those that, you know, were rough on it in the in their headlines. But my, my, I guess my biggest concern was was the comedy. I wasn't sure I would, you know, I was going to think it was really that funny. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. The uh, it's been good. I, I'm not sure how many episodes there are left. One thing that now that we've been talking about it, we should do some research on Edward Norton. Did did him and Marvel not get together? Was it a contract thing? I wonder, or maybe he didn't want to do a multi movie deal. Uh, that'd be interesting to to research. I'm not sure. I always just assumed it was that the movies did not do as well, yeah, box office wise as they wanted, and that's why. We probably would have to look it up on Rotten Tomatoes. That would probably tell us. But yeah. well, that's fun. I, I guess now we should <laughs> we should hop into our, our trip, our, our super right. super fun trip. Um, I, I know we both made some notes of our favorites. Uh, this was probably the first time I've ever taken a Disney trip in August. Uh, which, if you're from Florida or you've been to Florida, everyone knows August can be a super hot month. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, but why don't you start us off with your number 10 of one of your favorite parts about this trip? All right. Um, one of my favorite things, uh, on this, on this trip was that, um, I put as my number 10 was that the, the crowds were actually lighter. Uh, I don't really know why. Um, I'm not sure. I, well, I do. One thing we knew was that the week that we picked, um, this uh, was the second week of August. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the it's the week that most kids in America go back to school. So mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, were already back to school. I mean, I think a lot of the New York and New Jersey areas they go they don't go back to school until uh, Labor Day. But uh, I definitely thought there was a a much uh, lighter crowd than what we yeah. experienced the I'd last agree. time we were there. Yeah, I mean, me and McKay, so we're rounding up with the the last uh, month of our annual pass we got in September, and of course, we're coming up on September right now, and we've probably gone every month since having the annual pass, and when we went on our trip, it was the lowest I've seen it in the full year, Um, and I I talk about that a lot with the, of course, technology is great, and there's so many perks of having it, but this new social media age of all these tips and tricks have kind of taken away a dead period to Disney because now everybody knows the dead periods and the times that it's the best weather. So now mm-hmm. it brings in this whole other group of people who usually wouldn't go take a Disney trip in February are getting all these videos saying, oh, you've got to do it. It's the best time of year. You'll be able to walk on everything. So now it's always it's always going to have a, a decent crowd, I think. Right. Well, and, you know, when I was growing up, uh, we we had the summer off for school. We didn't have fall breaks and spring breaks. We, mm. So our my family never had the option. You went in the summer. That was yeah. the only time to go. And uh, so I think people's schedules, school schedules, a lot of things are more flexible that allow people just to travel year round now that you just didn't see that when I was your age even. So uh yeah, all that to say is I thought that the school school starting uh, mm-hmm. probably helped us. The other thing is I felt we, we did do more Genie Plus this time. Um, we, we booked this at enough time that we were able to get Genie Plus 
in with our package. So it was already prepaid for. We didn't have to do that every day. It was already done. Um, and so I think we were on the, on the good side of Genie Plus where we were, not, we were going through lines faster. But even in the things that we didn't have Genie, we didn't have a lightning lane for, the lines were faster. We also had several moments where we were in a line like the first mo- the first morning we rode Space Mountain, we're in line and we're in the we didn't have a lightning lane. We just did it. We rope dropped it and we got in line. And right as we were getting near where the lines divide between the the lightning lane and the regular, they pulled us over into lightning lane because they had so much space. I've not seen them do that before. Yeah. That happened a couple of times on this trip where they moved us into the lightning lane because there was plenty of space. So a lot of it's like, or maybe they're getting the the gist of it. Cause on our last trip, we had a few times where the, it said mm. it's three, 35 the minutes, worst. 35 minute. And then the ride was over an hour sure. long because they were letting so many people go through a genie plus lightning lanes so i was just grateful we had it didn't seem like there were any conventions there were no bands or cheerleaders or sports squads it was it just seemed like a normal family uh week and the crowds were just so that that was my uh my number 10 thing on the list especially because you mentioned the heat Mm -hmm. uh that we didn't have excessive heat and long lines there was a good balance yeah. So what do we have on your nine spot? Okay, my uh, my number nine was uh, yeah, we, was that we did something that was a little bit different. We we went to the not so scary Halloween party. Mickey's not so scary, and I just kind of wrote that down because I normally historically, if when we go to events like that, it's so that we can do more attractions. We try to take advantage while everybody's at the parade or at the fireworks. It's not that I don't like those things, but it usually gives us an opportunity to to hit attraction lines when they're when they're a little bit lighter but this was the last night of our trip i really felt like i had ridden everything multiple times i had just done everything and so it was nice we had a different family mix this year we have uh besides my three kids now john david's married and my uh one of my other daughters is getting married so her fiance was with us and you felt this pull to try some different things like to go to the parades and to go see the shows and so we did some things that were different and it was really good i was really glad one uh uh, easton uh our my future son-in-law wanted to see the parade and uh my one of my daughters wanted to see the fireworks show so we got a great spot for that. And it was like, wow, this was really different. It's, I've been to Mickey's Not So Scary many, many times, but I just shook it up a little bit and did it differently than I normally have. And I really enjoyed it. I'm still amazed. I've, I've seen a lot of vlogs. Uh, I, again, YouTube vloggers, I admire their tenacity to go to an event like that and do it all. I don't know. I saw people that they went and met every character. They ate every treat. They saw every show. Uh, of course, they're not riding rides because they're they're all locals. But still, it was like I don't know how people got around to all those character greet meet and greets. But uh, anyway, that was yeah. that was my that was my next thing on the yeah, list. Was, I, w- I want to comment on that real quick, just because we haven't even really reflected on the trip quite yet. Um, and we we've done uh, not so scary. We did it. I mean, probably ten years ago a long time ago when we were all younger, um, I had a weird assumption that if you bought an extra, you know, ticket, extra magic hours, one of these events that you were going to be able to hop on every ride. I thought that's what it used to be like. 
So I enjoyed Not So Scary. Of course, I love trick-or-treating. We got candy. We had to eat at a restaurant. And we got to watch a bunch of different shows we weren't going to be able to do. And I know our ticket was sold out. But I was a little disappointed that I looked at the app and everything was still over 30 to 40 minutes. When I'm like, you know, you've only, you're paying an extra pretty high fee um, for an extra six hours, I think it was. I think it was like 5 to 12. Um, or maybe it was six to 12. Nope. It was actually, you got in at six, it's, but it really officially didn't start till seven. So it was just five hours. Yeah. So you would think that, okay, they would keep the, um, they would sell a few amount of tickets that you could do pretty much a majority of Magic Kingdom in that time. But I don't think if, I don't think you could have. I mean, I, I think, I mean, that's why we decided to eat at a restaurant because it was like, well, I've been in a park all day. I don't want to wait. 40 minutes for every ride, you know? Right. Well, we got, we, right when we got in, we got there a little bit early. And I, even from the whole day, I was already feeling it. And it was like the last yeah. day we were there. It was like, man, if I'm going to midnight, I've just, we've got to, we got to find a reservation somewhere. Mm-hmm. Let's sit down for one hour and then I can hit this party. And, and I think that was all the difference for me was that we, we sat down in AC had a great meal and it's somewhere we've never been before and then hit the hit the parades and the and the fireworks yeah. and it was a lot better off but you're you're exactly right the the it's no guarantee that if you go to these after hours that the lines are going to be walk-ons there's yeah. they're still going to be long well that's a good that's a good tip for any of our listeners who are going on a disney trip in the next couple of months if you're a ride family like I am personally, I'm a ride guy. I go to Disney because I enjoy the nostalgia of riding rides. You know, don't buy one of these extra magic hours, not so scary, unless you love the shows, unless you, you've you got maybe younger kids and you want to go trick-or-treating. That's just from our experience. That's just a little tip from us. Um, that's just a little from a, a non-certified travel agent, uh, JD. <laughs> hey, uh, I have a couple of questions about hey, not well, so scary. Yeah, and- yeah. yeah. Um, so what is what it, it, it you said the the time was seven and midnight, but you can get in at six. So it's a separate thing altogether, right? Separate yes, ticket. it is a what paid, is, it's a paid event. The, the parks the parks closed at like six o'clock, and then the party starts at seven. What's the fee for that five hours? It fluctuates. We had the cheapest uh, the tickets that they will be. I can't remember exactly what they were, but they you're were talking actually, like twenty bucks. Or you're talking like a hundred bucks. No, it's it's closer to a hundred bucks. But, <laughs> okay, but near closer to Halloween, it'll be two hundred and fifty. Okay. Well, here's okay. my question: and how long will you think it'll be before we start having uh, Halloween parties in in January? Um, y'all are in the middle of August, at the yeah. beginning of well, August, doing the Halloween they do, thing. They start theming very quick. They they also have the Christmas parties. So what we what what I'm surprised is they haven't figured out another must do springtime or summer bash. But I don't know that they could handle anymore because of the crowds in well, the they, summer. They're making money hand over fist. Obviously, they I are. mean that it's it's they unbelievable. Are. I, I was I still re- th- I did I do feel like it's still a little bit. You're paying more than you're getting. Um, unless you know how to work it really, really hard. And then uh, for a lot of the things to go buy the treats, you're buying more food. They also have special fireworks packages where you can uh, request special dessert. Uh, you get special desserts and you watch the fireworks yeah, from a special location. Sitting. So there's yeah. even upgrades. There's upgrades to the 
to the party as well. So, so I think you need to know what. Yeah, they can make a full day's park pass revenue from a five-hour event. That's wild right. to me. And, and while yeah. we were there for the week, we were there. There were two nights that Magic Kingdom closed at six, so they could do this. So one one night we were at like Epcot, uh, so we didn't even notice it. But then it was you know this other night. We wouldn't have had anything to do if we hadn't gone to it, unless we had gone, you know, to Disney Springs or something like that. Yeah. Now it was fun, and yeah. they again they had some good theming, and we we got to watch some parades, and they have extra shows and fireworks. So I mean, again, it, it was it was a party. I mean, there's a lot going on, but yeah, we had a the, we had a crowded group. They have the the parade historically starts with a headless horseman from. Adventures of Ichabod, Mr. Toad w- rides down Main Street on his horse. And then there's a big parade with a lot of vintage characters, a lot of a lot of new characters like Wreck-It Ralph, throw, you know, on Big Candy, uh, Mobile, and things like that. So you see, a, if you like seeing characters, it's uh, there are a lot. You're going to see cool. a lot more in something like this than probably even the the, the normal the normal parade. Okay. Um, the, the stage show that happens with, uh, is based on Hocus Pocus, the Sanderson sisters from the, uh, vintage movie. That's got a new one coming yeah. out this year. Hocus Pocus mm-hmm. too. And a lot of the villains, they call up in all the villains to, and so that's, that's, a, that's a big draw. In fact, I think that's probably why the movie is just skyrocketed because that's, that show is, it's really, it's a really good show. It's one of the, might be the best show I've actually seen them do there. But just where you go, man, this is, they wrote this so well and it has so many characters plus the Halloween vibe. It's, it's really good. That's cool. And of course the fireworks are great. There are a lot of projections, but it's a good show. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's mostly well, based like on fun. like night, nightmare uh, before <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, well, I'm really, really glad that you guys got to experience that in the first week of August. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I told well, they, they had a few fall decorations out, but it's nothing like what is coming. It was kind of a subtle. It was also kind of like we did it the last night because it did not feel like fall. It felt like middle of summer the whole week. So that the, the last night we were there, it probably was a little bit cooler. And so uh, it felt like, okay, here we turn the turn the corner into fall as we head out. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I was t- I was telling Michaela, now my my year feels thrown off. I feel like Halloween just happened, but we're still in August. So these next couple of months are going to be a drag because I feel like Thanksgiving should be around the corner now. Hey, well, yeah, as the <laughs> as the oldest guy on this team, I remember when like Christmas decorations didn't hit the stores until December. I mean, not even Thanksgiving. And you never saw Halloween stuff until like maybe a couple of weeks before when you were like, oh yeah, I got to get something for the kid to wear for Halloween. I mean, you just never, it's, it's a, the, I mean, you realize how uh, blessed this country is that obviously there's so much money to spend on holidays and just decorations and Christmas stuff and Halloween stuff is just a huge, it's a huge uh, thing. <laughs> It, it, it's 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 probably going to be earlier and earlier every year. Well, yeah, it's a it's the uh, American way. It's the business. I mean, we're blessed, but the businesses from a business student perspective, it's like make Black Friday one day or make it a whole week, so people are shopping all. You know, it's a it's a definitely a change of things. But yeah, it's fun. 
Hey, but I'm always amazed, you know, I mean, growing up as a kid, I always, every, if you said, what's your favorite holiday? Most people said Christmas, and there might have been some that said Fourth of July or Thanksgiving, mm. but I don't think any adults ever said Thanksgiving. I mean, said Halloween. And now, I mean, that's like probably the number, might, it may have trumped Christmas as people's favorite. People love going to these parties, and Universal's got their own version of it, so... It's a it's a premium ticket. Definitely worth it. I would just say that you need to know why you're going to go and if it's worth the money for your family so that like, you you make the yeah. most of it. So uh, All right, I I'm going to get too bogged no, we go down in the that, next but. one. But I do like I just want to say I do like Halloween, but I'm more of an Arbor Day guy myself. That's kind of my favorite <laughs> holiday. Day. Yeah. I'm Joe. I, I, mean, I, I don't even is. know what Arbor Day is. I have something to do with trees. That. I kind of like, like Father's Day. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm kidding. Yeah, That's Arbor so Day. Well, what's next Today on we your list, David? Tree. Yeah, next on next? my list uh, was, uh, this is kind of a random, but uh, we went to a restaurant called Tutto Italia in, I think I'm saying it right, in Epcot, in the Italian Pavilion, and Italy Pavilion. And we've been there before. And I put it on the list because we've, we've eaten there before when we couldn't get in our favorite one, which is called Via Napoli, which is a great pizza place. And uh, we couldn't get in there this year. It's a very hard reservation. So we went back to Tutto Italia because that was one of the – everybody had some different requests. And one of our family members had wanted to eat Italian one night. So we picked that, and um, it was really, really good. I mean, like, you know, it, it was it was okay when we've been there before. And this time it's like, it just hit, uh, everybody loved what they got. We had, we laughed. I mean, we had, we had a, um, a server named Vincenzo who was our server the last time we ate there. And so, uh, it was just, uh, really fun. And I was just, you know, don't give up on things you've tried before. It might, might be the timing. Like the food was just so good to us that day. And it might not have been the best food I've ever had, but it was perfect for that moment. Everybody loved what they got. Everybody was, we were all sharing and going, you got to try this, you got to try this. And it's, you know, Italian's a hard thing to do creatively because it's typically one of those foods that you've got to kind of keep it down the middle because picky eaters, they're going to want it to be a they're not going to want it to be too spicy or too much this. So I feel like it's one of the harder foods to do creatively, but we loved what we got and it was, it was pretty standard, but we had lasagnas and somebody had fettuccine and I had chicken Parmesan. And so lots of good things and it was really good. And we, we laughed a lot and it was definitely a very memorable experience. Yeah. yeah there's cool. no, pour, it started thundering and pouring down rain while we were in there. So when yeah. we came out, uh, we missed some of that, so that was always a good experience. Yeah, and there's no telling how much food we ate that day because we had that big meal after Food and Wine Festival. So there's yes. no telling. I mean, all amazing food, but wow, a lot. Well, of we food. had also we had also walked about twenty three thousand steps. That's that true. Day, so there, I feel like yeah, I burned yeah, off. Subtract. Between the walking and the heat, I feel like I I earned every calorie I ate that day. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. This is true. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, let's see. Okay, number seven on my list. This is kind of a, a – I was really grateful for. I didn't have any internet problems on this trip. And I've talked about this before, but on even the last time we went, I could not get the Disney app to work. I, I deleted it and downloaded it again. I did it multiple times. It never – I couldn't even see the ride times. 
it made no sense that it would say you don't have a connection to the internet and uh you know even i couldn't get you can't get disney's wi-fi regularly enough to just stay on it because you get it and then you move and you lose it so it was like our last trip i just put my phone away because it was it was and and in the part where it's you really you, need it. <laughs> you're depending on it now. Yeah. You're depending on it. So, or you're depending yeah. on somebody that has it. And that puts a lot of pressure on John David to be the only one <laughs> looking at his app. So uh, <laughs> I was grateful this time. I didn't have to ask as many questions of what time are we doing this? I could actually see it. It made no sense. I don't know why it was better because last time no one could tell me what the problem was. But it it that's a huge game changer. You don't want to go with uh you know bad technology you're it's gonna be a hard a hard week that's true yeah somebody just somebody just asked me uh, this week like hey would it be you know we're thinking about going in the fall do they still have fast passes and i was like yeah they kind of do but you got to do it on your phone now and you got to pay for it and you got to get up early and they were like, "Ooh, maybe we'll do that a little bit later." Yeah. You know, and it, I'm just, yeah. I'm telling it in the best best light that I can because I want people to go. Sure, but it's it's amazing how some people are really when you tell them like you 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 gotta you gotta study this. You can't yeah. go. I'm not excited about that at all. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to do great, and you got no. All your I kids, know. Every- no, I know it's going to be fine, but that is not. It's not like. Oh, and they got this awesome thing. You can use your app now. It's more like, oh yeah. no, you know. But so. you know, I agree. At, I agree. At the at the same time, when I went the first few times, they had fast passes, and people were running around to these kiosks for these paper tickets, and we were like, "Where is it? Where is the? Where yeah. is it? Where do I get supposed to go?" And you're, you're you, still. It was still. You know, it was still a. I, I've I, said this on I'm, the podcast before. I've never used fast pass ever. Well, you never were local. Crazy. Yeah, you, you but the thing to, is, the whole idea that I'm it. going to get a a place in line and be back here at a certain time. What if I? What if I'm on the other side of the park? What if I don't feel like it in an hour? You know what I mean? Like right. you're right. There is something about being a local, or kind of maybe JD, you feel the same way with it when you have a pass yeah. that you're not going to sit around. You, you might plan a little bit now because it's a different ball game. You kind of have to now. But I miss the days. I mean, I'm sound like the old geezer now. When you just when you wanted to do Space Mountain, you did Space Mountain, you know. <laughs> and if it was too long, you skipped it and you came back later during the fireworks, you know. We well, got to get Dustin back. We, we need to get Dustin an updated what Genie Plus and. But my ideal my ideal model is just all right. When you book the trip, when you buy the ticket, you got three picks. You can do a a top tier ride, and you can do two others. And then when it's the day comes and it's vacation day. You can sit back and relax. You've got it noted what hour you have. If you're over there, if you want to be over there, go and do it. But it's all decided and you don't have to make any decisions. That's the hard part for me is it's like, gosh, I'm trying to relax. I've got a week before school. I want to just be able to sit back and go and do whatever I want to do. But it's like, oh, gosh, has it been two hours since I made my last, my last selection? Oh, gosh, yeah. I know everybody else is tapping on their phones trying to get rides. It's like, well, there's this whole pressure about it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And so, now, now that yeah, I've seen enough videos online where people get one for four o'clock and they keep tap, 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 tapping, and they move it up to one o'clock. I mean, so there's even ways to to work around yeah. that. See, I I don't want to be on my phone, and I, that's it's kind of the sad part is the Imagineers. If you've watched the 
the Imagineering, is it, I can't remember, is it Imagineering Story or Project? Right. I think so. Imagineering Story. Story. But they talk about that they designed the parks to get you off the phone. They want you looking at yeah. all this incredible scenery and all this immersive environment. And if you're walking around doing this the whole time, you're you're really missing it. So, yeah, And hanging but, out with your family, you know? It's like yeah. you're in line, talk to your family, ask them questions, catch up. Don't be asking them if they'd rather be doing Peter Pan or Pirates after this. You know, it's like, that's what the parks Pirates. are all about. <laughs> Pirates, 100%. Pirates. I love Peter Pan, but pick Pirates because it's at least worth the wait. I mean, like, it's yeah. it's a good seven-minute ride. It's not a minute and a half. Yeah, you know, and that's too, like, the, the joys <clears throat> for me, <clears throat> and just like when we were at Universal, same sort of thing happened. The joys of walking past a place and seeing that, Time to you, you walk, like I remember this has happened at Disney growing up, and it happened at Universal. It's the the this the joy in my heart when I look and I see wait time fifteen minutes for Forbidden Journey. I'm like, let's go, let's go. <laughs> we you know you run in you know because there's no line. There's something yeah. amazing about that, like King Kong mm-hmm. or, or Skull Island, you know, at, at Universal. You know, it's not it's it's a cool attraction, but not like the premier attraction. But dude, when it's a five minute wait, we ride that thing three times in a row. You know it's what I'm saying? It's the best ride ever. Oh, yeah. it's the greatest thing for five minutes. I, I, yeah. I was with some kids; they don't know how to do this. Like, there, did you ride Fast and Furious? No, I don't think that's the best ride. Well, the wait's ten minutes. What are you gonna do? Yeah. You're gonna stand in line all day? You know what I'm saying? You get so much more yeah. done. And there's something but, that makes a ride better when you only wait five minutes for it. I agree. Oh, yeah. But I I I think that that is a that's a discussion point at some point because I think there is a, with a lot of people, I don't know if it's a generation thing or just what people like, but there are a lot of people that don't want to go do anything unless it's like eat what they used to call e-ticket. They don't want to, they don't want to ride a C. I mean, I love it all because to me, it's like they're all good in their own way. You just don't compare a, a, a family dark ride to cosmic rewind roller coaster Mm. they're just they're not in the same ballpark to compare but a lot of people don't venture into things and i think that's you know it's 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 sad to see that things get overlooked because they're not the you know a a two-hour line because some of the things that are long lines are there like peter pan's flight was consistently an hour to 75 minutes and i love that attraction as if nostalgia and when i took my kids there when i went there as a little kid but it's it's over in about an hour and and about one minute and a half and so unless unless it's your first time or you've got somebody that's never seen it you have to let some of those things go because you're not going to get those five minute 15 30 minute lines sure Unless it's maybe the end of Mickey's Not So Scary. You might get it then. <laughs> well, give us your next, right. next on your list, Yeah, David. what we got next? All right, next thing on the list. Uh, my number six, uh, my favorite thing this time, was staying at uh, Wilderness Lodge. Uh, this is the first time we've stayed at this resort, and I really loved it. I've always wanted to stay there. I've eaten at some of the restaurants. I've visited it before, but I've never stayed there. And we had a great experience there. Uh, we actually, because there were seven adults, we, we kind of grew out of the cabins. Last, our last trip, there were six of us. So we stayed at the Fort Wilderness cabins, which can sleep six. But we had to upgrade this time. So it was really nice because we had two bedrooms, two bathrooms, 
everybody had their own place to sleep. Uh, so I loved uh, Fort Wilderness Lodge. JD, what'd you think? Yeah, I mean, it was the, the great thing about it was it was a villa. I mean, we have somebody in our family who her number one thing is she just wants to all be together. The idea of being in two separate rooms and being separated just doesn't sound fun to her. So we looked at some villas, and this one was uh, available for the dates that we were there, uh, which was great because it was also in the Disney Vacation Club uh, area of the resort. I believe it's called Boulder Ridge. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had some perks there of even though we weren't Disney Vacation Club members, they had it available to book. So right when we left our villa, we went down the elevator. The bus stop was actually right outside where we were staying. Uh, which that it, was, it was really amazing. Yeah, which it was even closer than if you just stayed in the main lobby. Um, so that was a super cool perk. We were super close to everything else. Like you said, we had restaurants, Geyser Point. Um, yeah, and, some of the yeah. best restaurants. And, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll talk one of my I'll get, one of the things that I that was my miss this time was that there were still so many places I wanted to eat at just in the resort. And I, we could, there was just not enough time. You can go there for a whole week and you're like, I yeah. just couldn't get it all in. I'm, and one was because one meal was so good. We went back a second time. So sure. that's a good thing. But at the same time, uh, yeah, there was so much in there I wanted to do, even though I didn't even walk into the, the, the store called the mercantile until like the last day, like, I mean, we just felt like we were so busy. But another one other thing that I really liked about this resort is we always tend to hub around Magic Kingdom a little bit more than the other parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're going to go to two parks, one of them is probably going to be Magic Kingdom. And we uh, you can take a boat directly from the resort to the Magic Kingdom, drops you off right there at the gate. It's it's amazing. And then the other, like he said, we, we were the the bus bus stop was right outside our our door basically so getting to the buses uh was really simple as well so i definitely would love to stay at real at wilderness lodge again i definitely that's, awesome. that's something i want to do again okay real quick time out time out i don't want to like fast forward on your list but this is the this is the key point of are we going to talk about geyser point or is that no, later not, on in your list? Not until later on in the list. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right, we'll, bring, we'll bring it up later. All right, you're good. All right. Keep it rolling. All right, so number five, uh, one of my favorite things about this trip, and this is not – Disney doesn't get as much credit as my awesome family, but uh, just uh, I love that we got to rides, rides with all seven of us together. There are always things like – you know, Haunted Mansion that you've got to figure out how to split up in twos and threes. And, uh, you know, a lot of the older attractions, you split up a lot. I mean, it's Pirates or uh, it's a small world where you're kind of in two rows. But there were there were some attractions this time, like a Rise of Resistance, Mickey's Not So Scary, Remy's, uh, Ratatouille, where we had the whole car to ourselves. Uh, uh Star Wars Smugglers Run, the uh, Millennium Falcon attraction, we had the whole thing to ourselves. Uh, that was a new experience where we, and I've done all those attractions with just like me and JD or with me and him and uh, his wife, McKay, where, you know, we're part of a, another group. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was, it was fun this time. Like, hey, we're the group. I got, I got the whole thing <laughs> to myself. And that was a lot of fun. We got to ride Rise of Resistance with the whole family and 
uh, JD McKay and I got in the second row so that we could watch the reactions to everybody in the front row. And so a lot of that was fun. And the other thing that I was grateful, although it's expensive, Again, again, if it's different when it's just me and John David are, are, are down there, or but when I've got the whole family there and I've got all these different degrees of what people like and what they don't like, that we were able to get those expensive but you know necessary lightning lanes like for Rise of Resistance and um, which is what it was. Oh, and, and Cosmic Rewind, some of the yeah, others that, was that we were also once when you're paying, you get to pick the time. I mean, yeah, you get to re- ex- uh, request the time. So we knew that our group is, uh, everybody's not going to get there in the morning. So if we wanted to ride these rides as a family, which it was mainly these big new rides that we've never experienced as a mm-hmm. family, that we were going to have to pay for them. And we did them later in the day. And it worked out really well. Uh, that was that was worth that was worth the money to me because uh, we all got to do these things together. So that was yeah. on, my, on my list. That's cool. Mm, yeah. All right. All right. And then, uh, well, this is kind of in the similar vein was I kind of, I kind of stepped on that was. Are we on number four? The other new things. Well, oh, number four was riding all these new rides together as a oh. family. One that we could ride with having all my family there together. I mean, that's, that is, you know, there, it's a whole different dynamic when I, when we go to the, if I go to the park with JD and we're, we're, we're kind of, analyzing it and we're enjoying it, but it's a different thing. But when you got the whole family there, they're not focused on the same things we are. It really is about the family and the, what you do in the lines is different when you got everybody there. It's just, that's a great experience. But I was, it was, it was really fun doing, we got through Remy's, we got through all these things that were very new and we got everybody on everything. So that was a a great conquest. (laughs) And that's a good, we could relate each of these, favorite things with a tip. I'm just trying to think for our listeners, what's a good tip with that? If you've got a group of, you know, five or maybe an odd number, sometimes cast members will try and split you up, but they're super great. If you just say, Hey, we'd all love to be in the same car. They always accommodate that, at least with my experience. Um, So make sure you ask for that because it, like dad said, it really elevates to ride when you can see everyone's reaction and enjoy it as a family. Yeah, and I was surprised even on things like Rise of Resistance, uh, it seats eight, but there were seven of us, and they didn't put someone else nope. yeah, with us. No I guess rider, there yeah. might be no single rider there, but yeah. uh, I don't think in uh, Mickey's Runaway Railway they put anybody with us. It was like we were, yeah, uh, we had our own space. So it mm-hmm. was it was that I was really grateful for. Again, as your kids get older. Uh, you, this is kind of an investment, not just in going to a Disney park. This is investing in our family time and all being together, which is rare at this mm-hmm. point. You know, it'll probably, it'll be Christmas before we're all, all in the same place again together. So uh, I'm just, I was grateful for this. There were a lot of things that we all got to do together. We worked, we, we, it, this trip, we said, everybody do what you want to do. And everybody was, had the ability to come and go as they pleased. But I was grateful that in the middle of all that, we had times with everybody together, not just for meals, but to ride these attractions as well. Yeah. Cool. All right, I'll move fast. Number three mm. on my list um, was eating at Epcot Food and Wine. And that's kind of a different, I changed my list up because these are things that I'm enjoying for the first time. I've been to Epcot Food and Wine. I've tried things before. 
But this time I really tried. It was a goal. I was going to eat as much as I could. That's and I had, mm-hmm. I had John David and McKay, his wife, and uh, my daughter Glory and uh, her fiance Easton. And even, even my, my daughter Grace, who's our pickiest eater in the bunch. And, uh, and my wife, we were all there at least some trying different things. And that's a really fun part of that experience to me is not just getting food and trying it by myself, but it's everybody getting a couple of things and you can cut it up and split it up and, and share it. And it's just really fun and walking around just like, Hey, we're in, we're going to eat some Mexican and now we're going to go to China and here's a little booth from Brazil. And you know, here's a little booth that just specializes in French fries. It was just all over the map. So I, Dustin, I even sent you some, uh, some some shots of food because oh, I knew yeah. if there was anything that might get you back okay. to the parks, <laughs> so it would be if I tempt you with really good food. Uh, it was, looked amazing. It was really. It was. Re- I had some incredible food, and like sometimes I, I was just I would be suspicious of that when Epcot when the festivals first started. Like I, you know, it's when I was more like John David's age, I would have been like going, "That's there's nothing to that. That's just that's just them trying to come up with something else to market." because, you know, they don't have enough for people to do. Uh, but, I mean, the food is so good. Mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. I think you've got to like trying things, and uh, but there's something for everybody there. I, I didn't eat anything that I didn't love. I was careful. I, I did research. McKay and I both had looked at a lot of lists, so we didn't eat things that we'd heard people say, don't buy this, when we avoided some of that stuff. But everything I had was great. That's awesome. My number two on this list of my favorite things this trip was this meal we had at Geyser Point, which is a restaurant in Wilderness Lodge. And I'd heard about it. I heard it was one of the best burgers on property. And I mean, I know people that that is their favorite thing to eat all the time is a burger. So mm-hmm. um, that, I thought that was a pretty high uh, recommendation. And I, it, it literally was the best best hamburger yes. i think i've ever i think i've ever had wow. and it was definitely the best burger i've had on in the park i already, I already have gotten online to figure out the recipe okay it was amazing just, it's did just you find the recipe amazing. yeah i did i still didn't know what they were talking about but you know it, it's <laughs> it the burger is a bison burger Yes. And it's got these onion straws, which that is not something that I would usually go, oh, yeah, because that feels kind of like fast food to me. Yeah. Like, you're going to put these little fried onions. Maybe that works. But it's the it's the combination of all the stuff on it. But it has this sweet – it's not jelly or jam, but I, I think it's a sweet barbecue sauce. But it's almost uh, fruity. Yeah, it's almost and like a jam. That, it's almost that, like a jam. That's, that's the thing that you can find online how to make. And I think it I think it's actually started with something that's well known and then they add different things to it. But it was so good that we we went back another night. I think it was the might have been our first night there. Yeah, first night is, and we came back. I have definitely I definitely historically know that when I try things new on the first day I'm there. I'll think this, 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 this is the greatest the ever. You're this just ready and you're best. in the mindset. So it yeah. helps. Yeah. Some of my favorite memories of meals there when I've, when I've thought about it was like, you know what? That was the first time we went there and that, that was the first day we were there. So by, by day three or four, you're, you're kind of wearing down a little bit, but 
So, but no, we we went back and got these burgers again one night after the That's party. Right. Yeah, it stayed it stayed open later, and they had we we just did a mobile order and went and picked them up, brought them back to our our suite because we had a dining room table and a kitchen there, and uh, we um, we just enjoyed them again, and they were just as good <laughs> the yeah, second cool. time around. Yeah, guys are also. Also, it had great, uh, it had, I had heard people say it was the greatest salad on property. And it was, if if you love a good salad, it was a portobello mushroom salad with different greens and uh, some different like goat cheese. It was amazing. And you can add like chicken or beef to it, I think. Uh, we had, we tried a steak sandwich. Uh, somebody in our family had shrimp. My wife had crab cakes, which is uh, really uh, well recommended as well. Everything was good, and there were again, like I said, uh, the 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 probably the most well known restaurant at Wilderness Lodge is called Whispering Canyon, which is kind of a, um, uh, it's like roasted meats, like brisket, chicken, corn on the cob, baked beans. That's kind of kind of barbecue. That's kind of it's kind of mm-hmm, barbecueish, exactly. and it's kind of a wild west. It's not wild west. That's not. I guess it's prospectors. Uh, it's kind of a, and it's a lot. Of, there's a lot of comedy at that meal. That's probably what they're well known for. But there, this other one I wanted to try was called Territory Lounge, which is primarily a lounge, but they also have great food. And there were several things there that I wanted to try, but uh, just couldn't do it all. And of course, they have a. They also have a character greeting uh, meal in there that's all based on Snow White and the Evil Queen and Dopey and Grumpy. But we, it's, it's it sells out like six months in advance so we didn't even attempt a character meal uh you know we're kind of at a different stage but let's go geyser point it it was one of the best meals i've had in all of disney property and i I was again reminded how much good food is in the resorts Mm. and it's always probably better to take a break from the resorts just to go eat somewhere really good it kind of refuels you and gets you ready to go back yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what me and McKay have been doing these past couple of times. It's just if you're doing a Magic Kingdom day, ride the monorail over to one of the resorts. You got good AC. Most of the time, the food's a little cheaper. You feel like you're a resort guest for a little bit, which is always fun. Um, so I would de- definitely recommend that. But Geyser Point, again, just to reiterate what you just said, I mean, it's a cool restaurant, great food. It overlooks Bay Lake. It's, it's yeah. typically on your walk over to the boat to ride over to Magic Kingdom. So super convenient. It's open late. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you even brought back up that that steak sandwich we had on the first night that I think we split and tried it. And the fact that we had, a, it was a great sandwich. I mean, but it was steak. I mean, a steak sandwich. And we also had this bison burger and we were ending on the bison burger. I mean, that shows you how good of a, oh, a burger awesome. this was. Everybody um, so thought that definitely burger was would amazing. go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did. I didn't mention that. I thought that was also another great thing. It's just a beautiful location. I, it, at the heat of the day, it might be a little uncomfortable because it's it's an, it's a it's covered, but it's kind of outdoor seating at the same time. So, um, but man, it was great. We sat. We were we weren't even at a table. We we're on couches around a like a coffee table eating. It was just really comfortable and yeah overlooking the water there was a great breeze that night that's fun so yeah awesome well we're up to number one we're up to number one up to number one and i I don't know what could be one awesome burger though but we'll see this this is this is an honorable mention because i was supposed to mention it uh when i said staying at wilderness lodge and all the things that we loved about it again that 
uh, I mean, that we had two bedrooms, we had two bathrooms. Uh, it, you know, a lot of people love everything to be completely new and renovated. I really enjoyed where we were because it, it had a little bit more vintage feel. They even called it that. They were like, well, this is a little more vintage because Copper Creek, which are their other, their other, um, villas they've been updated a little bit more but we really liked it It felt like we were in the and to me it was like being in gatlinburg uh in the smoky mountains it's supposed to be like you're in the pacific northwest it just felt a little more rustic and i liked that but one of the other things i really liked was we had our own washer and dryer which was really great when it was so hot i'd never experienced that at the park you know you just start piling up your dirty clothes we have i have used disney's laundry service before when the when the kids were younger when things just start getting out of hand but this was the hottest it's ever been when we were there and so to be able to go back and change your clothes and not have that stuff pile up all week that was that was a great thing that just throw that in with wilderness lodge but the number one thing the number one hit of this trip which you know again as a hold on hold on hold on one second hold on Um, you can do a drum roll or something (laughs) i can do a manual one right here with my hands hold on one second hold on no no no. i got this little feature in our riverside app here Let's see if it, it'll it'll work. Hold on, give it a sec. It may not work. Or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's see here. Pause it for suspense. Going, going live. All right, it's live. Here we go. There you did it. The number one. All right. Number one. <laughs> number one uh, feature of this trip for an old timer, a nostalgia buff. The number one thing. Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Ooh. Rewind. The newcomer to Epcot. <laughs> oh, created a beast here. <laughs> Weather. <laughs> thank you. Oh, oh, they're standing you. back up. Oh, they're standing back up. <laughs> oh, thank you. I mean, they're really excited about this. Oh, no, surely. I agree. I agree. I know. I know. I know you're all really excited to hear me say that because you never thought that. Those words would come from my lips. <laughs> this this attraction that doesn't really belong at Epcot. <laughs> yes, yes, I hear that. That's thirty six seconds it, of cheering. Just to, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It was it was an amazing. I think it's I, I I've not had the privilege like you guys of of riding Velocicoaster and Hagrid's motorbike uh, roller coaster at Universal, um, but. I think this was the best roller coaster I've ridden, mm. you know. All right. De- definitely at Disney. I mean, it was yeah. just so good. Yeah. And it's like nothing you've ever, it, it was the closest uh, in a roller coaster of flying that I've mm. ever, it just, okay. you're, you're, you're going backwards, you're going forwards. There's a reverse launch. You spin sideways, but not, not like teacups. I don't think I never expected. I didn't never no, notice it. Yeah. But you're you might be the roller coaster might be going in a circle, but they spin your car sideways instead of forward. You're not always just going. Nobody in our nobody in our group got motion sick. Uh and we're all uh, several of us are prone to it. Um and, and we even had you know, had some that went and did mission space again and they definitely felt it. So <laughs> um you know, so we know we're prone to it. I th- I don't know how many people took Dramamine, probably more than I realized, <laughs> but um, but it was just a great roller coaster. I don't I don't even know how important Guardians of the Galaxy are. It's that good of a roller coaster. Okay, 
Mm. And so um, I I would I would just give the Imagineers the big big A plus plus gold okay. star for creating a great roller coaster that you and I've heard a lot of people say like I couldn't even follow the story. I mean, it was kind of neat that they were there and they're kind of there. they create a problem like oh there's this thing has been stolen and we got to catch it. But once it starts, you know, you're like, you know, we had. Uh, we had what we had the conga. Is it conga? conga yeah, it was my favorite. Conga. Estefan. And, yeah. And, so and then we had we had Disco Inferno, which right. to me, yeah. I thought that was the most Star Lord of all the songs on the list. So I was conga really was excited so to hear that one. They were both great. They were yeah, they so were probably cool. my two picks. I would like I would like to ride uh, here September, also, yeah. but. Again, all the all the songs are, I'm sure, good. Everybody has their own favorites, and everybody, uh, everybody on the we all had the same song. Like you'll hear people say, "Y'all have," but the train has the same song. So everybody in our family got the the same song. That's pretty cool. You get experience it all together in the train. Yeah, and I think it does. I think it does change it to a certain extent. Of it makes it feel like a different experience. Like this second time around with Conga, Mm -hmm. it felt more high tempo. It felt more quick. You know, you get a little cha cha in there. Yeah. You know, it was fun. It was fun. I mean, again, I was with my family this time, but I enjoyed it. I mean, it's not very often I feel like I would enjoy a ride more the second time. But the second time, we all just got off the ride and our jaws were just dropped. We were like, that was a lot of fun. I think that was another huge plus. And I was going to ask you, but I didn't get to, I didn't ask you about that yet. Was, yeah. Did, did the, did the level of excitement go up just because your family was around you then I think so. when you wrote it one time by yourself? Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, I like I said, I, I definitely enjoyed it more when we wrote it, when Conga played. Um, I don't know what the dynamic was. I think it has a lot to do with the song. I mean, I had, I ran and I really liked the song. It wasn't like I ran wasn't fun. I still love the ride. But it's like maybe you're hopping in with a stranger. Maybe you have other guards up. You can't really enjoy it as much. Um, again, enjoyed it all the time. But that conga time, I mean, that was so much fun. And we were all laughing and screaming. It was so, so good. One other thing that I loved about it was it was the first time as a, then a long time that the family as a group said, we want to do that again. Let's, yeah. let, let's get up early and try to get another lightning lane for that another day, which was, I was glad we went early enough in the trip that we had time to come back yeah. and go a second day. And so it was a unanimous was hit a, for yeah. everyone. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and just again, it's, it's a, it's a family style coaster, but it was way more intense than I thought. I thought okay. again, it doesn't have any loops. It doesn't have yeah. any huge drops, but there's a lot of G force to it, which I'm sure is why some people get a little motion sick. Um, but you know, we have, we have different mixes in our family. We have a few that love all roller coasters. I have one daughter, a couple of daughters that do not like drops. They do not like big, steep drops. Uh, one that does not do flips. So for again, it was like, thank you. This was so much better than I thought because I thought it's going to be kind of like, I'd heard people say it was like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train meets Space Mountain. And I, I thought it was so much better than that yeah. description. I don't even know how to describe it. But okay. my my dream uh, at which I won't get this dream, but if I could get to pick anything that they were going to announce at D twenty three, would be that they're just going to put that same roller coaster over at Animal Kingdom and put Pandora in it. I think it. I think <laughs> it's that good. 
Okay. I wow. mean, maybe not exactly the same. They could right. they could alter the track, but the whole ride ride the mechanism. Model. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Just the the a different roller coaster. It was it was so good. Mm, that's fantastic. I can't wait to ride it again. Can't wait to yeah. ride it again. Well, I, I love that Disney. <laughs> Disney, you, you do expect um, Disney roller coasters are not known for being like just intense. You know, you got Space Mountain and Thunder Mountain. They're fun, but they're yeah. not like death defying, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not Cedar Point in some of those big. You know, they're not on the world record. You know, lists or anything like that. So right. you, when you go in, you kind of ex- your you your expectations aren't high for thrill ride, right? Kind of thing. But what you're saying, what I've heard both of you guys say now, is that this is really, really awesome. And, and I remember, I remember probably comparable. Uh, JD, you rode them both. I have not. But Hagrid's at Universal. I remember, like Velocicoaster is death-defying. Like it's a, it's like yeah. you know, you feel like you're yeah. just if you if you want to be on the edge of your seat and edge mm-hmm. of like feeling like I could fly off of this thing and be dead in a moment. Like that's that's that sort of thing. But Hagrid's mm-hmm. is something different. It's just fun. And so I yeah. feel like this hits the fun coaster thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of, yeah. would you, okay, yeah. would compare the two? Like, are they yeah, just I mean, cool experiences? So the reason, I mean, both are great and Haggard was so great. I mean, in the same way, or it's just unpredictable. It's not really bound by those normal roller coaster. Oh, I know I can only go straight the whole time, you know, and I can't, you know, Haggard has, I don't want to spoil it. I mean, it's got like some drops and some plot twists, you know, here and there. So, in the same way, Guardians is like that because the you know the car isn't bound by the track; it can it can move right, you know. So you're not just going like this. I mean, it's a whole different feeling you've never experienced, right? You know. And then um, the music. I, I think on top that's of a, that. Mm-hmm. I think and that's it's super, a great analogy. Smooth. Yeah. When a, when an attraction doesn't do what you ex- expect, and that's why even Rise of Resistance. Uh, the best parts of Rise are when it, mm-hmm. when you ride it for the first time and you go, I did not expect that. I didn't know no. that was coming. Like the ride system did something I didn't, I've not experienced before. Because we've seen a lot of things and we've seen a lot of screens and we've, but when the when the mechanism does mm-hmm. something unexpected, that's a that's just a huge plus. So I, you know, a big applause to the Imagineers and the guys that came up with this, you know, new roller coaster. I heard I kept, people kept saying that's a lot of people saying that's my new favorite, my new favorite. And I'm still going to lean towards, if you said, what's my favorite attraction. I, I love things like pirates and haunted mansion. Mm-hmm. And I love even for nostalgia space mountain, but as a roller coaster, it's the best. this was just all right. One of the best. One of the best. So I'm looking forward to getting over to Universal so I can ride Velocicoaster and Hagrid's oh. and, and compare all these things. That's awesome. right. Well, man, that's fantastic. You know, we it, we've been about an hour, um, but let's go. Let's go ahead. Do you want to quickly do the misses? Like you had you had some. I think some I, misses. I think I could. Yeah, these yeah. are small. These okay. are not. These are not like. Uh, Disney dropped the ball. This is just okay. things you might want to be aware. Most of my things, I, I can go through them very fast. Um, you know, I, and I'll sum them up. I mean, some things are just, hey, there's still things there like the um, the Walt Disney World train, which I know that sounds silly, but it's been like, what, four years now? Oh, it's been crazy. I mean, I, and I'm it's starting to feel really weird that at the uh, 50th anniversary that one of the, the – 
the attractions that started the whole dream of building this park isn't there yet. So I think I think we're going to see. I think I'm, a lot of people uh, are predicting that Tron will open this October, and I think that the train will open with it. So four years, I didn't realize that, but I haven't been in a while. But the train to me is like a it's like a deal breaker. I mean, seriously, <laughs> like it's <laughs> well, one it's of like my a, favorite things. It's yeah, like it really a character. Is. It's yeah. like a character of the park. Yeah. It's not even a. It's not even an attraction to me as much as it's like a character. Like it's if you also the the key yeah. for when you're you're at one part of the park and and you've been walking all day and you want to get over to Space Mountain. You know, and it's kind of you can just take a lap around and then stop on the other other section. Right. It's just yeah. it's just it's relaxing. It's fun. You get to see parts of the park you never could see before. Um, no, I, I, I knew that it wasn't an operation because of Tron, but they need to get that back going quick. Yeah, Maybe they'll announce yeah. that at D23. That's my number Maybe. one. Number one hope for <laughs> yeah. an, an D23 <laughs> announcements is the train yeah. goes back. Gosh, the crowd goes crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another, another thing I put on my list was that, uh, and I won't, I'm not going to bash a restaurant, but we went to one of our favorites and it just was not as good. Like, so it was like for the, you gotta, we, we so what to, is it? Which no, that's not yeah, no, you got to tell me. You got to name names. <laughs> hey, it's one of our name favorites. Names. I don't want to. No, it's actually called Trails Inn, and it's at the Wilderness Campground, and we love it. It's like one of our go-tos. We I've been to that to one. eat there a couple yeah. of different times mm-hmm. a week, especially if we're staying at the campground. Uh, but the it it had not come back uh, to its normal menu. I don't know that we'll see it come back, but everything that our family loved about it, we got there, and it was a fixed menu and it was like whispering canyon it was a kind of a barbecue type meal where we got uh meat and green beans and potatoes and corn on the cob that was it and i have one daughter that is uh, doesn't eat meat and so suddenly her if there's no other option <laughs> and so there's always been plenty it's a buffet it's always been yeah. so and i yeah, use so- it a lot a lot of the restaurants that are buffets have been bringing it to the table but i did not realize they had modified the whole meal if i had seen uh what the menu was i probably would have bypassed it or gotten us there for breakfast Mm -hmm. but uh yeah that was that one that was my fault for not but next door is the hoop de do review which has restored their menu they had the fried chicken the macaroni the mashed potatoes we didn't do we've done that before but i would have done that one for the food because that's the food that's a lot of the crossover food that's at both places because they're in the same building Right. And so, but they, they, for some reason, have separated these menus. And that's not just, I mean, sure, lo- a lot of people loved that meal. I actually liked it. Um, but it wasn't what we expected. It wasn't what we've experienced before. Okay. And as a, as a whole, the family just was like, uh. and so it's not to dog on that. It's just that, again, kind of why it's important to kind of research things out, if you, especially if you got piggy eaters, and yeah. to know that, you know, even though that was one of our favorite memories of our last trip, this time it was an, a restaurant we didn't expect it to be, you know. So, you know, you got to take it. Okay. You win some, you lose some. Sure. Summer hits. So, and, some, and sometimes favorites aren't, aren't as good the second time you go or right. the third time you go. A um, couple other tiny things here. Um, my other, other things are normal. We didn't get to spend – I didn't get to spend as much time at – Wilderness Lodge, as I wanted to. I, I had to make choices, and I didn't have enough days for all that I wanted to do, or the restaurants. I mentioned that. Uh, we didn't. I didn't get to go to Disney Springs. I really wanted to go to Disney Springs. There's things that I wanted to try there. This Gideon's Bakehouse. I did. They did. A uh, couple of them got to go, and they did bring us all back a little sample. But uh, 
I wanted Sorry. to go there. Um, then, uh, let's see. Um, a kind of another big one is there's no Fantasmic yet. That was it's probably going to, it's going to open up in the next few weeks or in a month. Not quite ready um, for gosh, it. I was so upset but about that. As a, like, as a, I don't miss it when I'm just with, again, on trips with John and David, when we're bopping around, hitting lots of things. I miss it, but it's not like when our whole family was there. That was a big hole yeah. Uh, yeah. that was missing. It's, like the icing on the, it's the icing on the cake to Hollywood Studios. Yeah. It's like, all right, and, ride rides all day. It's like, what do you do at night? It's like you go to Phantasmic. That's what you and, do. And it's really the best. I, I think it's really the best. I think they're going to make it even better, but I think it's the best f- – overall show because it's all the characters all the music and the fireworks all the all of it all rolled into one so when it's not there the fireworks at main street are iconic but the, at phantasmic is probably still somehow a, another notch up because it's just a different experience so yeah. missed that but my number one thing that was the hardest thing of the trip which is not a surprise was the heat was excessive like i knew it was going to be hot um, but just remember, if you go in August and you're not acclimated like uh, John David and McKay are, it's a really hot time to go. And for a lot of people, you just be you need to be really prepared uh, with with more clothes than you think you're going to need, unless you've got a washer and dryer. But the <coughs> excuse me, but the but the reason I bring that one up was there's so much good food. I mean, there were there were so many things I wanted to eat. We were in Animal Kingdom, and I was like, man, I want that corn on the cob again. Or we were at Adventureland. It's like, man, I want those spring rolls. It's like, it's 101 heat uh, out here right now. I yeah. can't. I want it so bad. But And the, so the thing was, there's nowhere to go. There's like, uh, we did we did one hack we had at, at, at Epcot. We, we did find some shady spots. Uh, a few times, and we actually found some, uh, you know, in the in the France area, we we had gotten some food in the bakery, so we brought in some Epcot booth food at the same time and kind of double dip. So we had some AC, but there just was nowhere this time. And when I went uh, last time with John and David uh, before the pandemic, where we really, I really did a lot of Epcot food. Um, there was a big, I remember there was a big event tent. And you, it was kind of over somewhere near uh, America and France, but um, I don't know if Remy's took that out. But there was this big tent, and like people were eating in that in this air conditioned space. And I really wish that they had uh, something like that. Just some here, just go down this little path, and there's a big gigantic tent, and you can stand around a table and eat your hot foods in the without being in a hundred degree heat. So that was the biggest challenge overall. Was the was the heat, but um, other than that, it was an amazing trip. Amazing That's trip. That's awesome. That's so cool. Well, I love hearing all of that, <laughs> the pros and the cons. And I, I, I also I'm making notes for when I go again, and it just makes me want to get down there as quickly as possible. So um, yeah, I definitely think your kids are at a great uh, age for it. And you know, if you if your kids were any younger, I would go just go to Magic Kingdom, just go to you know, do do a simple trip. Don't go. Don't feel like you have to do all this stuff. But um, you're going to be get a good stage to enjoy it all. So I can't wait yeah. for you guys to get to go. How much park hopping did you do? Did you do a lot of that, or did you be in one park a day? We did do it this time again because we were paying for the resort and the package and everything. Uh, we did it all, and we I think we park hopped probably every day, or we at least 
we at least left the park and came back. One day we went left Magic Kingdom and came back, but there were multiple days where we park hopped. One and we split up. Like there was a day where uh, we had a Magic Kingdom day, I think it was, and we decided to switch it. And yeah, uh, four of them went. Do. Four of them went to Hollywood Studios, and I was I, I was that was about day five, and I was like, you know what? I can't, I don't think I can keep up. I didn't think I could keep up with that group. And I was like, I'm going to go to Epcot because there were things I hadn't done at Epcot. I went over to Epcot. I did Mission, Mission uh, Spaceship Earth and Soarin' and The Land, ate a few more treats, and then I joined them back over a little bit later. But That's cool. Yeah. Couldn't well. keep up with us, please. You'd be leading the pack. <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> well, actually, I just needed, I needed a, I was kind of at the place where I was going, I don't know if I can do Tower and Rock. I mean, I've done them all several times. Yeah. I mean, that yeah, was yeah. the main thing. We rode everything. So I felt like I rode things so many times. Probably didn't, but I felt really full and I kept going. I really want to ride Rock and Roller Coaster, but I still haven't been to that little Irish booth over there. And <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. There's that's a few fun. things I need to try. So, yeah. Well, so we, I, I was really, uh, I was really grateful that we got that because I think it, it, uh, was definitely a game changer for us and why we did so much on this trip. And I don't know that it's always that way. If it's your first time there and you don't know where you're going, it still may be smarter to go. Let's just, let's just stick with the park and get it done and do the best we can. But definitely historically, you know, I, I learned that the hard way, the first years buying all this stuff. And when our kids were, they, there was nothing at Epcot for them hardly. And there was really nothing for them at, at Hollywood Studios. I mean, there's a little bit more now, but um, so you kind of kind of research it out and kind of know: Do we are we going to ride all these rides and maybe right. focus your time where you really are going to spend your time? So that's awesome. But a well, great trip. Yeah. Only the only the only the, the last negative is that it's over. <laughs> oh. so, gotta, well, you got D23 and you get to plan your next trip. <laughs> yes, we got that's D23. Right. And I just gotta hope that in the next couple of years I get every back everybody back together again. So that's maybe awesome. maybe maybe take grandkids at some point. Oh, oh right, there you go, right. there you hey, go. Yo. Get back to that stroller. Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, all <laughs> different experiences. Paul Paul is gonna have that baby strapped right you know, here. But that's, that is really in, incredible. Like why I love Disney and why I'm sure you guys do too is that you've been now to Disney at different stages. You've been as a as a you know, a young kid, you've been as an adolescent, you've been in college, you've been as a young married, newly married person, you know, you've been with young kids, you've been with middle school age kids, high school kids, now grown kids, who are some of which are married. And then one day it'll be grandkids. And no matter yeah. what, there is always a there is always a, a different experience and a different lens through which you can view and experience mm. and have fun at the parks. So it's like the gift that never stops. It's pretty amazing. So many things, so many things you can love about Disney. Yeah, and there were more. There were multiple times on this trip where, uh, you know, I'm I. We get on the buses. If you get on a bus at night and you're so tired and you just want to sit down so bad, but I so remember that feeling of having three ch small children, elementary age, who can barely stand up. And want it going. Somebody have some mercy. So I, I, I'm, I'm pretty quick when I see a little kid get on the bus. Like here, come here, 
take the seat because uh, I can stand up a little bit longer. I mean, you, you start to spot things and there's a lot of times that my wife and I both, you'll see a mom struggling with a stroller and you like, you want to run like, yeah. I know what you're going through. Let me help. And they're going, sure. she has no idea what we're thinking. She's probably like, leave me alone. I got this figured out, but yeah. you, you definitely see, uh, it's fun to watch and go back and go, Oh, I remember that struggle. I remember struggling to get that stroller on the monorail or on the bus and, uh, to try to help people. And I think that's a good thing when you go to kind of empathize with people and see everybody's coming from different perspectives and people need help. They need, they need a little bit of kindness along the way. I love it. Well, Hey, thank you guys for being so candid and sharing all the, the parts of your trip. <laughs> I, I can't, it makes me, I'm sure it's making all of our listeners too, just like get wet the appetite for getting down there to experience Disney again. And and um, I'm super pumped. I'm actually I'm trying to I'm trying to plan something. I'm 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 in the I'm in the works of trying to convince a few people in my my family to make this happen. So we'll <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Well, there you go. Is therapy already up? Is my time up? Are we done? <laughs> I think I think we uh, probably. Uh, Probably out. To wrap it up here. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're at hour six. So here's what we're going to do next. Uh, before I'm going to thank everybody and ask you to review our, our podcast like I always do. But I do want to let you know that they're heading to D23. So we're going to do another episode right right here real soon. And we're going to we're going to let we're going to give us some predictions or not just predictions. Oh. Maybe maybe some what would in our wildest imaginations do we hope that we find at D23 and we'll compartmentalize them like the realistic things. And then the things we just, man, I wish they would say this, you know, I wish this would be announced at D23. So I'm excited about that because it's always D23 is kind of like, you know, when Apple has their big announcements for the new iPhone, like I'm still that guy that like likes to watch the keynote, the Apple keynote to see, oh, okay, yeah. are we going to get the What's Apple car? Up? Are we going to get the Apple house? Are we going to get the Apple steaks? You know, the flaming yawn. Yeah. I don't know what's yeah, coming yeah. next from Apple, but I'm all in with Apple. So um, I get really excited. D23, that's, that's the, it's that model where they're going to announce all the big stuff. And, and um, they announced so many things at Comic-Con or CinemaCon a few months ago about the movies and the MCU. I hope they've held back a few things. that they're, And I really feel like they probably did. That's a quick prediction right there. Because um, I feel like Chapek needs a home run. I really think he needs, he needs some wins. <laughs> You know, so if he's smart, they've held some stuff back and they've got some big announcements. You know, I hope so. so. I hope we'll so. See. Uh, yeah, I think when when I think about when I think of D twenty three Expo, I think of of Bob Iger on the stage going, "And we're not only going to build one Galaxy's Edge, we're going to build two. And like people went crazy, <laughs> like cool. like like he said, you know, like on Oprah, we go, "And you're all getting a new car," well, and like, yeah. people were just like. Ah! And going crazy and uh, and related you know, to yeah no related yeah. to this episode like there's a lot of movie stuff and Disney Plus stuff that I, is going to be awesome and I hope they announce all that but I think we're all three from what you just said we're kind of hoping for park announcements you know oh, what I mean yeah. like we're yeah. really hoping for some big you know dramatic changes I'm hoping for you know if you have a family of six you get a fifty percent off discount let's go you know <laughs> let's go that, that's that's what I'm a uh, that's what I'm hoping for, but I hold my, won't hold my breath on that. But either way, I'm pumped about that. We're getting them back together here real soon and doing that episode as well. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. 
So thank you for your time. We love that you um, engage with us. If you would, you can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, and our website, whyilovedisney.com. If you would do us a huge favor and you would go and rate us five-star review and maybe even leave um, a review on there. Tell us, tell people why you enjoy um, Why I Love Disney podcast. That would help us out a whole lot. We, we thank you for that in advance. And until next time, David and John David, thank you so much for your time and sharing about your experiences at the Walt Disney World resort a few weeks ago and can't wait to do it again really soon thanks for listening thanks so much it was fun a whole lot of fun take care guys my therapy